This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, of course, following the podcast, wherever you get your podcast and YouTube. Check it out there, 94WIP, our YouTube page. And as the offseason gets ready to really get in gear here for the Philadelphia Eagles, there's there's still major questions and major issues from what happened at the end of last season. And we know some of the stuff we've talked about on the show and stuff we saw on the sidelines and and all of the dysfunction that seems to kind of permeate within the team as they went from 10-1 and one to losing in the first round. But over the last week, more has come out and, and more has really started circling about what happened. First, there was a, a story from Craig Carton on FS1 about an issue within the locker room that would have fractured any team. And it was kind of vague, but you wonder, hey, what is he talking about there? And then yesterday, Derek Gunn, who's as plugged in as anybody, and it's, it's kind of interesting. Craig, obviously former sports talk guy and now a sports TV guy, you know, he's he's doing a TV show and, he, and he's trying to get eyeballs on his show. And I'm not doubting he heard something, but who knows what he heard versus what really happened and the game of telephone. But then you get something from D Gunn that doesn't dispute that, you know, just kind of adds logs on top of this thing. Here's what D Gunn tweeted yesterday. According to sources, Jalen's big contract pulled him in numerous directions on off field, put him under a lot of pressure and he didn't handle it well. Big Dom suspended controls Sirianni sideline emotions in his absence. Nick gets in numerous arguments with players and coaches during the game. So that part is the last part is just quite embarrassing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their head coach needs a security guy to keep him in check during games. That that's ridiculous. And that, that needs to be addressed. But as I think about all of the stuff we've heard, right, you go to this, you go to question marks about AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts relationship, locker room stuff, Brown during the season saying they basically freelance on plays. What, what I'm getting at and what I'm coming to is the Eagles get set for a major offseason is I think they need to shake things up. You know, sometimes when a culture is, is rotten or a culture is is going the wrong way, you could go one of two ways. And the Eagles obviously chose to bring back Nick Sirianni. I thought they shouldn't have. I made that very clear. And they could have changed the culture from that perspective to bring in a new a new voice to set a new culture. They chose not to do that. All right, so that's variable one. We're keeping the coach. Now, there are changes of coordinators. I, I don't tend to believe the coordinators are going to culture. I believe that's the head coach and the leaders. But, okay, new, new coordinator. But they're keeping the head coach. And I think there's almost zero chance 
the quarterback's not here as the starter next year. So the two biggest pieces are staying. Okay, what's the next lever they could pull? And, and where I come to now, as we get set for the offseason, before the Eagles make a single decision on rosters, uh, on the roster, on how they, they format this thing, where, what their needs are, the draft, the 22nd pick, before we even get to any of that stuff, my position is the Eagles need to shake this thing up. They need to remove some people from this mix because the mix went bad. For whatever reason, and I don't know it, you don't know it, I don't think Craig Carton really knows it, something happened here where this group stopped functioning as one. And when you have that happen, I don't think you could bring back the bulk of that group and just say, ah, it'll be fine this time. I don't think it works that way. I think you have to change something. So the Eagles have to look at their core. And I'm not talking about Britton Covey. He's a punt returner. I'm you know, and, and he had a lot of comments too about, about what Hurts is, what he isn't. He clarified his comments. But basically for the past two months, all anyone's been doing is telling us there's an issue here. We're going to get it figured out though. I don't think it happens just by bring everyone back. The calendar turns to April or May or June, OTAs, mini camp, camp in July, and it all goes back to the way you want it. I think the only way to change it is to shake things up. So a couple of days ago when Craig Carton had his comments on FS1, it was like, all right, well, well who's the star player? I, I don't know who the star player is going to be. But I think if you, you take a list and take a pen and paper and you start writing down the 10 or 12 biggest personalities, biggest names on this team, the Eagles have to think seriously right now about subtracting a few of those guys. And I'm not saying that's easy. And I'm not saying it wouldn't come with some pain, maybe with the cap. But I think it's important. And I'll just I'll just start naming names. And again, I don't believe Jalen Hurts is going anywhere. I don't believe he should go anywhere. But if we're just going through the names of the big players on this team that have a big voice or cap space or personality or shadow that, that follows them, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. Obviously, that's one that might be – it's not the Eagles' decision. That's going to be Kelsey if he wants to come back. That, that's on the offensive side of the football. You could include Dallas Goddard. Goddard, I guess the midday show all season long, he added to this question of, of their culture when he sat down with us and told us late in the season, they didn't take the Giants and, and Cardinals seriously. I mean, he, he said that and he thought they could just kind of show up and win the game. So that that speaks to what is going on over there. I'll throw Goddard in the mix. You go to the defensive side, Hassan Reddick. Again, that one might take care of itself because he wants too much money. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. Maybe I missed one or two, but that's kind of the crux of the veterans, stars, highly paid guys, guys that have been around here for a while, set the culture, best players, all that. I think it would be a mistake if the Eagles ran it back. If they took the, all the issues that we're hearing, and let's not pretend, I, I don't want to do this thing, and, and people love to do this, and heck, you might be doing it in the comment section right now. Not nonsense, make-believe, fake. Mm -mm. When you have this many people, and even Howard Eskin this morning on WIP with Cameron Ritchie, while he tried to, to say it's not as big of a deal as it's being made out to be by Craig or D-Gun, he didn't say none of this stuff is real. He didn't. He mentioned that, that he, and, and Howard even mentioned this morning, that Fletcher Cox was one that had a stern conversation with Jalen Hurts about being a little more personable, being a little bit more there and having more personality on the sidelines with his teammates. So that's the thing. So that's not being disputed. That's actually being enhanced by our closest insider here, the guy that's on the sidelines, Howard. So I don't believe this stuff is make-believe. It's a matter of, of how big of a deal it is. And as I look at the team, I say, 
it'd be malpractice by Howie Roseman to try to run the whole mix back and expect a different result. It's like almost like a, a recipe when you're cooking with it and you throw the exact same ingredients in after the first time you made it, it wasn't that good. Well, maybe you should tweak something. Maybe it's too much of this or too much of that. Or if you pull that out and you put that ingredient in, maybe the soup or whatever you're making, I make a lot of soups, maybe it works better. I just don't think that the idea of running this thing back fully makes any sense. Now, if they had gotten a different coach and based on the last report, which is again, embarrassing for Sirianni, maybe you wish they did get a different coach. I do. But you know, if they had gotten a different coach, that's, that's a different story. Then you could say, okay, maybe a different coach, different message, different culture. It, it gets through to these guys differently. So it, it gives you the, the, the reason to bring the group mostly back and run it back. You don't have that now. There's the same coach. It's the same core values. He could shuffle them around any way he wants in his office during the offseason. Same core values. And this thing, for whatever reason, went the wrong way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other reason for this is the team wasn't very good, especially at the end. In fact, on defense, they were one of the worst defenses in the sport down the stretch of the season. So I actually think for Harry Roseman, and he's going to speak next week at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, so will Sirianni, it, it actually provides a little bit of a parachute for him to make some bold moves, to maybe make some drastic moves, to do something different here because the team wasn't very good and the culture seems to not be great either. So let's let's switch this mix up. And if that means a big cap hit on a guy like James Bradbury, so be it. And again, just because they get rid of James Bradbury, for instance, doesn't mean he was the bad guy in this locker room. It's just reshuffling the deck here. They can't bring this whole thing back. It doesn't make any sense from a football perspective and it makes even less one from a, a perspective of, of the culture. And then let's just use Fletcher, for example. Fletcher, Brandon, Jason, Lane, they're the old guard. They've been around a long time. I expect Lane to be back because he's the younger of, of those guys, youngest, and he's still playing at a high level. The Kelsey situation, they don't really have control over. I think they're not going to say no to him if he wants to play again, but at the same time, you know he's going to make his decision. I, I think he's going to retire. I think we're going to find that out pretty soon here. So it comes down to like a guy like Fletcher Cox is a free agent to be. And I, I've wondered this a lot over the past couple of years. At some point, if you want the young guys you've drafted to take over the team and to, to step up and have to be leaders, don't you have to eventually move on from the older guys? You know, I was thinking about like a college program that, you know, the Eagles drafted all these Georgia kids. And when Jordan Davis and, and Jalen Carter got to Georgia as freshmen, they weren't the big men on campus. Maybe talent-wise they were. Maybe from a recruiting perspective they were. But there were other guys there ahead of them in a program like that. They were ahead in the pecking order. They're the vocal leaders. They're the guys. They're the starters. And then, you know, it probably takes a little while for Carter, Davis, Dean, any of these guys, Nolan Smith, to find their voice because you don't want to step on. And anyone in, in any walk of life probably feels this way, whether you have a new job, played a high school sport, whatever, if there's someone tenured and above you, it's, it's going to be tough for you to be louder than them, to, to stand above them. They've earned that. 
And although the Eagles could manipulate snap counts and they could tell us on third down who's more important because who's in the game, a Jalen Carter, let's say over a Fletcher Cox, I think it's hard for the young guys to find their true voice until the older guys are out of here. So I think about it like Davis and Carter. They've drafted those two kids in the first round. I'll include Nolan Smith in this. They've drafted those three guys in the last couple first rounds. They are premium picks that they are counting on to be the next foundation of a championship defense. Now, you may think these guys aren't good enough, especially Davis and Smith right now, but that, that's what the Eagles have told us, that we're taking these guys here because we believe these are foundational pieces to a championship defense. They could have taken Karloftis. They could have taken McDuffie, who have been foundational pieces on championship defenses. They could have taken Brian Branch, Joey Porter, who looked like that. They didn't. They took these three guys. So now that now they got to get them to be that. And I wonder, let's just use Fletcher for an example, and it's not anything against Fletcher. Fletcher's been a wonderful eagle. But is it time when you factor in culture, when you factor in whatever the heck happened in this locker room, when you factor in age, when you factor in letting the young guys truly find their voice and putting the onus on them, like you better come in a camp in shape, Jordan Davis, and stay in shape. There's no Fletcher to bail you out. You're the guy now. I think it's time. I think it's time for them to, to turn this roster over and to make some drastic changes and to say goodbye to some comfort people. Is it, you know, let's be real. The Kelsey's, the Brandon's, the Fletcher's, the Lane's, it's comfort for Howie Roseman. He doesn't have to worry about those positions because he knows he's got four all-time Eagles that are great in terms of work ethic, that care, that want to win, that will be in shape. Like They don't have to worry about that. And once you start moving on to new guys, you don't really know. And I think about on the offensive perspective, you know, Jalen Hurts, we, we, he was built as a leader for whatever happened this year. I don't know if it was contract or he just changed. He didn't lead as well. Is it harder to lead sometimes when you have a voice like J.C. Kelsey, a voice like Lane Johnson there? Maybe. And maybe it'd be easier or will be easier in the future when those guys aren't there. Tucker, the uh, the culture stuff with the Eagles continues to be a, a story that won't go away. And if I'm Howie, I, I just can't run this whole same thing back next year and expect the you know the end result to be different. No, and if I'm Jeff Lurie, I think about Howie Roseman, right? Because this is something that we've talked about at length for a while, is that since Howie Roseman took over as GM in, in 2010, and really over that 15-year span, say for 2015, he's never built anything sustainable, right? Like, this has happened time and time again with the Eagles since he took over, right? They had a great year in 2013. Then he had some malcontents and everything kind of fell apart when Chip took over. Then he had a great year in 2017, but Carson wasn't happy and everything kind of fell apart. And then he had a great year in 2022. And once again, the quarterback got paid and people weren't happy and everything kind of fell apart. And when you look at the roster, and I think back to after 2017, when they won the Super Bowl, and Howie Roseman said, hey, we don't have to get rid of some of our aging players, right? We can keep guys like Zach Ertz. We can keep guys around for longer. We don't necessarily have to be the, the shrewd business people, the shrewd personnel guys like Bill Belichick in New England. And you think about it, and a lot of the guys from that team are still here, right? Like when he said after 2020 that, hey, it's time to turn over the roster to guys like Dallas Goddard and Avante Maddox, let them take over. The guys in front of them, like, they're still here, right? Lane Johnson's still here. Jason Kelsey's still here. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Like, the older guys are still here from 2017, from even before that. And you do wonder if, you know, thinking back to Andy Reid and how just stale it got by the end of that tenure. And by 2012, it was just kind of ready that everyone was, was sort of, 
done and, and had enough. And he's obviously been great since he left, but I think of it kind of the same way. Like you look at some of the older players on this team and as great as they are and as beloved as they are, maybe it's time to just turn over a new leaf and make it a little fresher. I think it is. And I think if they want to let the young guys find, finally find their voice, you have to do that. And I'll just play off of the, uh, the conversation that was on the morning show today when Howard mentioned there was a stern discussion between Fletcher Cox and Jalen Hurts about his leadership. If that's happening, the Eagles are not moving on from the quarterback. So I think we got to start moving on for guys that are not on board with the quarterback. You know, you got to go all in. They already went all in money-wise with Jalen Hurts. I think you got to go all in and build this roster with people he can lead, not people that are of issues. I would have moved on from the head coach because I think that's where the culture starts. They kept him. So now they got to change the personnel. They got to move on from some of these guys because there's too much smoke. There's probably fire in there. They have to shake this roster up this offseason. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much for listening and watching.